Fantasy managers, hello and welcome back to the FPL Addicts preview podcast for game week 18. It's the three amigos tonight and Ollie might be joining us a little bit later. We've got Reedy with his Captain America shield in the top right of his screen in a new studio because he's dog sitting for one of his mates. But the grind never stops for him. Reedy, how are you doing, mate? Good, thanks, Al. Yeah, got the old uh, Captain America shield there. I think uh, a few fantasy managers might need that this week after uh, all the uh, headlines going on with COVID. But... I'm doing well, mate. How about yourself? I'm good, thank you. And obviously, Liverpool getting through in the Champions League undefeated. Managed to get six wins from six, topping their group. The group of death, they called it. Same amount of points in the Champions League for Liverpool as Everton have got in the Premier League. So you've got to be delighted with that, Reedy. <laughs> yeah, I love that, Al. Um, a little uh, Everton throw in there. But yeah, delighted. Um, won every game. First thing decided to do that, which I find really, really strange. Uh, to be honest, that no English side has ever won every game in the in their group stage. But yeah, we've done it. Um, there's a, there's a potentially an easier fixture for us, you know, as we finish top. So uh, I'm looking forward to that uh, to that last sixteen, mate. Uh, but now, of course, the attention turns to the league this weekend. Uh, we've got a nice home fixture uh, against Steven Gerrard's uh, Villa. So we'll see how that one goes. Should be good. Certainly do. And Jack, your Man United didn't manage to win all of their games, but you did manage to top your group as well. So you've got to be happy with the result there. Yeah, listen, comfortable with that, L. And obviously, we even managed to blood some of the youngsters there this morning. Got the youth squad out. Uh, even uh, little Charlie Savage got a run and you know, a couple of the other ones to mention. We've even got a Zidane in our team as well, which is uh, very nice. Not the Zidane everyone wanted, but um, it's, uh, yeah, listen, happy with that. Obviously, Got through the competition pretty, you know, one game to spare, which was nice. Rested a few players, ready for the huge game against Norwich this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of big fixtures coming up this weekend, which we will touch on in a little bit. But we'll start and go back to game week 15. And there was a lot of corking games of football and a lot of FPL points. The average was fairly high this week. So, Reedy, what was a game that really stood out for you this weekend? I'd have to go for the not a great great pick of, of the bunch, but I'd probably say Everton Arsenal <laughs> just because uh, how poor Everton's form's been. Um, you know, Benitez has kind of come under under the cosh a little bit, so the pressure's certainly been on. And you know, with that game being at home, uh, you thought Arsenal would have went there and, and kind of swept Everton aside quite easy, but. As we all saw or all know now, uh, Damari Gray decided otherwise and just scored an absolute banger uh, near the end of the game, in off the post, and Everton come away with the three points. Um, maybe not the most entertaining game as such, but there was you know there was controversy in there certainly with VAR, Richarlison getting two goals chalked out uh, beforehand, uh, and then of course Arsenal took the lead uh, with Odegaard. So yeah, decent game in my opinion uh, of of a bunch that really you know. Don't stand out too much, I would say. That would be my pick. Yeah, it was a brilliant game of football. And obviously, as you said, you know, Everton able to stop Arsenal. Their first win in a while, Everton, they 
definitely, definitely needed that. So what a finish from Damari Gray to uh, to get them all the three points in their own front turf. So brilliant result for the Toffees. Unlucky for the Gunners, you know, maybe peg them down a little bit. People were starting to think they were doing a bit too well, weren't they? So, you know, you've got to bring them back down to their level and, you know, sort of realise that they're not going to be you know, maybe competing for the Champions League spots as, as the Arsenal fans are maybe starting to pipe up and say, but, you know, humbled them a little bit and Rafa Benitez as Everton did manage to get three points there. Jack, what about a fixture for you? You know, there was a lot of goals this weekend, goals galore, not really from your Man United Crystal Palace, but other than that, you know, which fixture really stood out for you? Yeah, it was a bit quieter from the United end. Obviously, we got the victory in the end, which was fantastic. But I think we'll go back to the uh, the first fixture of the of the weekend, which was the West Ham Chelsea. Five goals in there, end to end action. Uh, West Ham, you know, with um, scoring some screams that Bowen goal was fantastic. Thiago Silva Mount, you know, getting on there. Lanzini Masuaku, but the Masuaku goal was what a free cross or shot. Reedy, that reminds me of your crossing days. Uh, you know, hey, listen, cross well. them. Yep. It doesn't matter how it goes in, Jack. Um, I, as long as it hits the back of the net, and uh, as you say, they don't know if it was a cross or a shot, but they got them. They got they got them the three points, and um, what a game, I suppose. Yeah, they, you know, over, overlooked that one slightly with the Everton Arsenal, but I wanted to leave that one to yourself, mate. So, yeah, <laughs> as you were. Yeah, listen, obviously, yeah, great game, uh, lots of goals, uh, lots of action, and you know, a couple of people, like a couple of players, you know. Propping back up, Mason Mount stepping back up, back up again, and obviously, really, you picked him when we did the Champions League one uh, the other night. So obviously, shine this week. Um, but yeah, a player who could be coming back into form. But I do want to mention Spurs Norwich. You know, we've you know myself and Reedy will probably chat about this in our team selections, but we did choose Son in there. And it was good to see obviously Spurs getting that result, stepping up and delivering, and uh, most of all, Son delivering the points and backing him. But uh, I know that's a big topic for. Uh, very shortly as well with this Spurs situation. But what about you, El? What, what did you, what took your fancy? I know your Newcastle got their first win. Um, how, how, how was that for you? It's got to be that one, surely. <laughs> surely it's got to be, Asia. From an FPL perspective, absolutely not because it, was, it wasn't it was a brilliant game of football. But, you know, in terms of a football sense, first win of the season in front of the home fans, you know, the, the table doesn't look too awful for us now. It's obviously still a, an uphill battle that we've got to fight. It's only one win. It's a 1-0 against Burnley. But, you know, shout out to Callum Wilson. You know, two goals in two now. That's why I brought him in for those Norwich and those Burnley games. Um, he's managed to do the business and take all three bonus in both of those matches. So if you've had him in your team like me and like Ollie, you know, you know, he's really, really rewarded you for that one. And it's probably going to be the end of the line for him, you know, with the, the couple of Christmas fixtures that we've got coming up now. But I'm going to keep him in for the Leicester game this weekend because of their COVID situation as well, which we will touch on later. But um, no, from an FPL perspective, I think, you know, we've got to talk about Leeds-Brentford because, you know, Patrick Bamford's back among the goals. You know, he came back from injury. He's back. He's he's cheap. He's cheap these days. You know, last, last season he was the main striker, the main budget striker um, up from the championship leads and he managed to do the business. So I'm sure we're going to see if he's back in the starting 11 for Leeds, there's going to be a lot of people who are interested in bringing him back into their sides. And, you know, he got that late that late equaliser for, for Leeds and managed to earn them a point against Brentford. So that's big for Leeds and big for Patrick Bamford as well. And from an FPL perspective, obviously, as I said, there's going to be a lot of people who are interested in him. Reedy, is it too early to be looking at him as an asset? You know, just coming back from injury, it's probably too early, isn't it? Quite possibly, um, and there are there are rumours. Uh, I don't know if it's hundred percent confirmed that he's actually injured himself again. Um, at the end of the game, uh, he got that goal, and um, he may have uh, hurt his ankle or something along them lines. So, uh, I maybe wouldn't be looking to him just yet. Uh, they have got a tough fixture in Leeds as well. 
and Leeds are a depleted team at the moment. They've got Calvin Phillips out. You know, they've got a lot of injuries and and players kind of missing. So he's definitely someone to consider. You know, in the in the future when the Leeds fixtures maybe get better, you've got that Rafinha sort of Bamford link up, which I'm excited to see. You know, because Leeds haven't quite had that. Um, He's been doing it himself, pretty much Rafinha. So, yeah, not just yet, mate, um, but he's one to look out for, um, you know, in a couple of weeks or so. Yeah, he certainly is. And, you know, it's quite sad, actually. You know, a lot of people are going to be transferring Rafinha out this week. I think it's going to be myself included, but he's been such a good servant. But, you know, with the whoa, fixtures whoa, day, keep, coming up. Hold, hold it. Yeah, don't reveal everything now. Come on. Listeners <laughs> I said, waiting, I, said I think... Know? I don't, I don't yeah. even know what transfers I'm guaranteed. making yet, Reedy. Yeah. I don't even just know on, what transfers I'm making yet. Lads, just on this note, like Leeds, just from a football perspective, like surely are these going to be relegation candidates. Like Leeds have got to spend big in January if they're going to stay up now. Surely. Well, that's the thing is that they're going to have to because they've they've got so many injuries at the minute, and you know the Bielsa teams are known to sort of you know after the Christmas break, you know they sort of start to to slow down a little bit and don't pick up as many points and all that sort of stuff. I remember, you know, in the championship, even then they sort of, you can, you can notice it. They sort of slow down a little bit and they're not performing to the heights of last season, even now. So it's going to be an interesting one. They've been found out as well though, haven't they? Like they went through last season. They've been found out, you know, I don't know a little bit, a little bit, boys. But I, w- I wouldn't say that they they are. Um, you know, most most teams that get promoted, um, they fly the first season. You know, they, they beat teams. Um, you know, they, they get don't, relegated. In the people don't expect to be beat. Yeah, next season they get relegated. <laughs> but I feel like Leeds have still got that philosophy philosophy of football and that way of playing and that identity, which you you can see that. And you know, over the last few game weeks, people have expected them to concede or get beat, and they've actually kept clean sheets, albeit you know they've got key players missing. So it is going to be tough. I agree that um, definitely Jack that they need to you know look at signing players and things like that. If these injuries continue or you know you know COVID plays part, that they might need to get a few heads in there in that dressing room to to help them. Push on, and I just don't know if uh, if there's other teams that are a bit more vulnerable and um, you know not maybe as good with the with the squad when they're fully fit, and that will be able to cope. Especially Norwich and you know teams are like that, uh, maybe even Watford. But I, I feel like Leeds can just scrape it. I don't know, boys, what you think? No. I don't think they will go down myself, but I think it's going to be closer than a lot of people think at the minute. You know, obviously you look at the table at the minute and you think they're sitting pretty comfortably, but you know, they're sort of, they're out of their green patch now and you know, they've got a lot of tough games coming up, you know, just yeah. like Newcastle as well. So it's going to be an interesting one to see, you know, where they sort of sit going into January after the festive period. So we'll just have to wait and see for that one. And obviously, as you've said, they need to spend big, even if it's just a couple of loan signings through the door, just to sort of bolster up their squad um, just for this season and then sort of build from where they go from there. I think it would probably be good for Leeds. Yeah, just, just just before Christmas. So they've got Chelsea, City, Arsenal, Liverpool and Aston Villa just before it's, the end of the year. It's th- three of those five on the FDRs in like four game weeks for them, isn't it? And they've got a, a grey or a this red it. in between this, it. Yeah. And yeah, this is it. And that's that's tough, isn't it? That's tough to ride yeah. out going into that busy period in Christmas. Games coming thick and fast. COVID's taking as a factor. Injuries, thin squad. They've got they've got they've got a build up in January. But listen, don't want to take too much time of uh, talking about leads. But it would be nice to see them go down. <laughs> 
sure you would be absolutely delighted with that one. But as you said, we will move on and we'll review what the paid league is looking like at the minute. And it is definitely shaping up. I feel like I say it every single week, but we finally broken the 1000 point mark for two players in our league. Donnell Breslin has broken it and Geordie Wilson has also, with Steve Ward just seven points behind it. They round off the top three there. Jack, a thousand points so far this season. It's not just like a thousand and one or a thousand and two as well. It's a thousand and forty six and a thousand and nineteen. How ridiculous is that? Yeah, it's absolutely superb what these boys are doing. Uh, they're absolutely smashing it. We've mentioned this year, week after week, the form that they're in, and it, it, it wasn't going to be too long. I didn't expect to see a thousand being broke at this point of the season just yet. But you know, once once we created this paid mini, it created so much more competition, and they came out of the uh, out of the darkness and out out into the light. These guys and two guys, you know, Jordy Wilson, Newcastle fan, can't believe he's up there being a Newcastle fan, but um, he obviously knows his stuff more than the uh, Newcastle faithful. Uh, and obviously Dodie, who's been on with us before as well, um, absolutely smashing it. But these guys are on the East Coast of Australia as well. It must be something better. It must have more knowledge on the East Coast than the uh, round in Melbourne. <laughs> Must be that sort of thing. But obviously, as you said, they've both been on the podcast. So the podcast curse is probably not looking like it's, it's going to be a thing this yeah. season, boys, is it? <laughs> so it's absolutely gone. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's good to see him. Like, yeah, the, the, one, the 1,000 points, the 1K has been broken. So well done. And um, yeah, keep it up, boys. Not too much so we can try and uh, have a bit of a competition. Yeah, absolutely. And a man that might be up there at some point soon is the Game Week 15 Manager of the Week. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of him. His name is Chris Reed. He's he's a new person into this FPL community, so you might not know him. But um, he's obviously smashed it in Game Week 15. He's been waiting for this moment. He's been waiting for it since the start of the season. After being called the Hitman, the Human Fence, whatever you want to call him, none of it matters now. He's taken out the Manager of the Week for Game Week 15. It is Reedy. Reedy, congratulations, mate. How delighted are you thanks elliot i'm uh i'm quite happy uh to say the least it's nice to uh to finally be up there you know uh with these guys who are, are just you know they're absolutely killing it um at the top and you know, to get manager of the week uh you know six, 64 points i might as well say it now i wasn't expecting it to be honest i was coming into that last uh, match day the everton arsenal and you had the uh, players still with smith row to go ramsdale you know jack himself even yourself with Taveras. you know you were in the running there so it was it was really close but you know this smile on my face says it all really i'm just happy to like get something what in my life ever he's gonna thank <laughs> yeah. his parents and his family um, and his friends it's going on my cv boys it's going on my cv <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah exactly i i just yeah i'm just happy it's nice to win so it might be the only thing i, I win this season you never know uh, hopefully but, <laughs> as long as I win certain and Jack doesn't that's, <laughs> that's it yeah, you got one up now <laughs> so yeah thanks thanks for that Elliot I appreciate uh, appreciate the you know, the intro there that was fantastic and I've got to milk it while I can I suppose haven't I you know Absolutely. And obviously, as you were saying, there was a lot of people up there. I'm glad that you won it, though, Reedy, because, you know, you obviously took the the little, I'll call it a risk. It's, it's a risk to go against, you know, Mohamed Salah as a captain and to go with Son in this day and age. So I am glad that, you know, someone got it that wasn't just playing like me and playing a little bit boring, sticking with the pack, with the, the effective ownership and everything. So you definitely deserved it. And with that Son shout there, because it would definitely have bitten you on the behind if it didn't pay off. But it did for you and absolutely paid off for you, as, as I've said, because... 
you're the manager of the week and it's really really deserved so uh, yeah if you, if you just if you go on to uh if you just change that overall to december elliot uh just for the you know anyone watching you'll you'll obviously see it uh see there we go there we go right in the top still at the moment you know that's gonna end be the month guy. now end the get month <laughs> Look at this. Absolutely, Absolutely milking it. Move that, on to the next section. That's going to change come the, the end of this game week, boys. But, uh, you know, while, while I can. Look, even Craig Moffitt's up there. Where's that guy been with his uh, top knot? You know, but, um, yeah, I love it. Yeah, Craig, Craig missed out this week, Tia. He played his wild card. Uh, and, you know, I can't believe he started all of it for this long. I think he actually forgot <laughs> about it. So, he plays wild card. I think he's already played his free hit as well. So, he actually, I think he's caught up quite a bit of ground. So, unlucky from Craig coming in second, but, you know, he come up to, um, you know, he's from our university back in the UK as well. So nice bit of healthy competition going on there. And uh, Reedy came out on top. So, yeah, all right, Reedy, that's enough. <laughs> enough of that. Yeah, absolutely. And we uh, we will move on. And finally, we can announce that there is a winner of the Game Week 12 playoff for Manager of the Week uh, between Donau and Kieran King. And they finished on the same net points for a third game week in a row, but it was Donau who took it out this week. So well done to him. He does get the, the game week 12 manager of the week. So, you know, I don't think we've ever seen anything like that in FPL, Jack. Three weeks in a row, same points, just trying to get a winner at this point. You know, didn't have, it could have been one point, could have been two, didn't matter, but he's managed to get it in the end. So he's got to be delighted with that, wouldn't he? I'm, sh- I'm sure he is. Um, obviously, he had a fire in his hands, but it shows how competitive this competition is, especially in our paid mini. Um, you know, these boys went head to head for three weeks running, and they both made sure the teams were as best as you know as best they can, they can be. Um, and obviously, they were playing to win each week. So, you know, Donald's come out on top there after three weeks, and yeah, and that's his second award of the season. So, congratulations to him. He's got a bit more cash in his pocket for his rewards. Um, but yeah, that shows what this guy is doing and what he's made of. And I've got no doubt Donald is going to pick up another award of some sort before the end of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And as you can see there on the screen, if you are watching along, but if you are listening, he does also sit second in the free mini, which is absolutely absurd, given how many people are in that as well. He's only behind FPL Planner by one point, and he's obviously wow. very, very, um, you know, persistent and always on Twitter helping people out. FPL Planner, he's an absolute legend. He's always on. So to be one point behind him is is absolutely insane. Their overall ranks for both of them must be absolutely ridiculous. But you know, yeah, 1.2, 1.3. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, ridiculous. And that's just, that's what one point is. And when you're that high up, one point is, you know, a hundred odd ranks or whatever, which doesn't seem like much, but it really is quite a bit. But, you know, to be that high in the world, Jack, that's just absolutely insane. If any of them break into that top 1K, that's just going to be ridiculous, isn't it? And to have that in our paid league, do we do we stand a chance at this point? Listen, you know, the closest thing we've got to coming to there at the minute is just being part of the FBL Addicts community. So, um, you know, these guys are top 10. They're all in the top 10K in the world overall as well. So a little stat for you there. So if you want to be in that top 10K, you need to be around, you know, 1,020 points overall. So if you're around there already, so you need to have broken the 1,001K to be in that top top 10K as a bit of a measure for everyone. So we're going to keep pushing on. We're going to keep aiming aiming high. I think January is going to be a big tell for a lot of people with the AFCON being on um, and obviously big plays away like Salah, of course. So, um, you know, that's going to be the chance for everyone to start catching up, I reckon. 
I can't be the only one, boys, that's actually excited about Salah going away. I think it's just going to bring something different to the game because it's really vanilla these yeah. days, even for myself, you know, just captain Salah every single week. It just feels a little bit wrong to me. So I'm actually I'm actually looking forward to him going away. You know, you can put the money somewhere else. You don't just set and forget captain him. You know, it's actually going to be quite nice. Obviously, Reedy, he's going away from Liverpool. So you're not going to be very happy considering your title charge and you're probably not going to be happy for FPL either. So where do you sort of sit with it at the minute? Oh, it's just, there's one thing after another, isn't there, boys? We had the everything last year with no fans and, you know, the, the, the whole COVID situation affecting things and all the rest of it. It was a, it was a horrible season. It was nice to see the fixture congestion uh, from an FVL point of view because the games came thick and fast and we all we all kind of rode the, the wave, if you like. But this season, you know, with it going a bit a little bit back to normal, if you like, with the fans and things like that, um, now there's... There's these problems that are kind of arising. And Salah going to the AFCON uh, is just another one. Uh, you know, this AFCON uh, being on and stuff like that. You've got the Club World Cup possibly as well that uh, Chelsea might be going to. So we are going to miss Mo Salah and people are going to have to take these risks and um, and all the rest of it. Just to mention as well, though, just to quickly go back to um, Don Breslin there, just to put that into perspective, boys, I know you said top 10K, Jack. This guy is in he's 1,296th. Right, so he's in the top five k. He's even closer to the top one k. So himself um, and obviously FPL planner as well, unbelievable is all I could say, boys. Um, they're just fantastic, you know. But yeah, going back to the Afcon, as I say, I digressed a little bit there. Salah's going to be a huge miss, I think. Yeah, and Jack, obviously, as a Man United fan, you're going to be happy. But, you know, you sort of agree with what I said there with, you know, it just seems a little bit same, same these days. You know, you, you look at which fixture Mohamed Salah's got. It doesn't matter who he's playing. You stick the armband on him most weeks. And, you know, he's just in most people's teams these days. So if he hauls, it's great. If he doesn't, it doesn't really affect you. So I'm actually personally quite excited to see, you know, where it sort of goes with a lot of the, the more casual FPL players that are going to have to put a little bit more thought into it, I think, and stuff like that. And I think it's going to definitely shape up a lot of mini leagues where do you sort of sit with it? Yeah, I think you're spot on there, El. I told, I'm in total, total agreement with that. I mean, obviously my style, I'm quite happy to mix it up every now and then with, with the captain on Mans. I know Reed is pretty similar. Well, very, you know, I, I know he is definitely like that. He loves a risk. Um, so I'm, 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 I like that bit of excitement. I want to do something a little bit different. It keeps it fresh. Um, obviously, that's just my style, but that might just be where reason why I'm sitting where I'm sitting in the league. But, you know, I've gone Son a couple of times this season already. Um, I'm looking forward to trying to put the armband on a couple of United players like last year. Obviously, Bruno was a big Bruno and Salah were the perma captains, but at least it was two last year. Um, you know, this year is is only Salah, so it's going to be nice to try and yeah mix it up a little bit. And I'm hoping that he's going to be a United captain because it makes me even a bit more excited about uh, you know watching United even more so, especially with the new manager. So yeah, captain armbands, I'm all for. If when Salah goes away, let's mix it up. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting one to see how the, the whole of the FPL community does sort of manage it. But we did go off on a little bit of a tandem there. We've got to make sure that we go through how the Women's League is shaping up as well. Because Karen Spence is only 11 points off that 1,000 mark as well. So she's got to have a brilliant overall rank in the world. She sits top of the Women's Mini with Maya in second. And that rounds off the top two there. And as you can it's see... A quick shout out to uh, Karen Spence as well. Give us a, a subscribe on YouTube this week, finally. So, yeah, uh, welcome to the community, Karen. And it's good to, uh, yeah, hopefully we can get a bit more interaction off you on the podcast. 
getting the paid league next season is the one piece of advice that yeah. I would say to you with that score is you've got to get yourself in the paid league if you're subscribing on YouTube if you're listening from afar wherever you are you've got to get yourself in the paid league you would be stealing a living but um, as we say 989 then they've got two people on 979 974 so it just sort of tapers out there but the women's league is really shaping up to uh to show for a good you know sort of near near the halfway point of the season now so we're going to see a little bit more separation i think between the scores but you know it's, it's good to see that for most of these mini leagues that we've got it's fairly tight at the top still it just shows you know how competitive that it really is but um that is the women's mini and we'll move on to the the bonus bank head-to-head mini now and it's my favourite one, boys. I say it every week because it's, it's the only one that I'm doing decently well in. I'm sitting in, in I'll call it joint second. It, it's actually fourth, but joint second. Donnell sits top and then Pizza Boy, Simon and myself sit there on 33 points with them, you know, just beating me by a goal difference or overall points. And then we've got Josh, we've got Mark Sargent, Tom Stones, Matt Cowling, a lot of familiar names there. But, you know, Ollie's the first one of, other than the podcast lot sitting there, boys. He sits in 12th. The Guru's in 15th. He's below the average, the Guru. Jack and Reedy, you're battling it out there for 17th and 18th. You know, that's a, that's a big battle, isn't it, down the bottom of the league between you two? I call it halfway, yeah. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Mid table. I know, yeah, oh. Elliot, like that, looking looking down from the top. All right, boys, see you all the way down there. All right, then, come on. I've just been, I think I must have just got nice fixtures every single week, mate, because you, as you can see, 902 points. You've got to go down a fair bit in the league. You've got to go down all the way to 13th until you find someone who has got less points than me. So I think I've just been really nice with uh, the fixtures that I've been drawn on the week. And Yeah, exactly. You know, look, you've been played in all them teams where people have forgot to change their, uh, their teams and do their transfers every week, mate. So listen, you've had an easy ride up to now. So let's not let's not forget me and Jack. Uh, we'll be up there. Don't you worry about it. I hope I don't come back to eat these words, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't doubt that, but um, yeah, it's it's an interesting league. It's something a bit different, isn't it? So it's uh, it's definitely very very exciting to see. Um, you know, it's it's head to head. It just depends who you get on the week. It's similar to draft, as we all know. You know, you can you can have a, a rubbish score one week, and the person can have a worse score than you. They could be, you know, top one k in the world as long as they have a worse score than you. That's all that matters. And then you get the three points, and you shoot up the mini league. So uh, it's an interesting one, but it's certainly something different to the uh, the classic style of FPL. We do have a quick comment from Eddie Casey and I'll bring it up on screen he says he did a minus four was it worth it to get Bowen and King for Mbwemo and Tony uh, if he didn't get Bowen now he wouldn't be able to afford him Jack what's your opinion on this a lot of people are going to be transferring in Jared Bowen this week after his man of the match performance against Chelsea he was absolutely brilliant so what's your thoughts on this one yeah spot on he, he was really impressive I think we mentioned it in our discord didn't we when we were chatting on there how good he was Bowen really active getting on the ball Really positive, uh, you know. Really aggr- like aggressive in his play in terms of you know going towards goal. Um, really like Bowen, so he's good on the eye. Um, King's obviously bagged a few goals as well. And Bemo, hundred percent. Like I got him out. Obviously, I know he got an assist uh, in the last game week, but he's done nothing else since then. Um, I had him in my team. I brought him in the wild card, so I think it's good to get him out. Uh, and Tony, I've not, I've not been a massive fan of him. I think listen, I think he'll grab a few goals, but. You know, if you can spend your money elsewhere where they're a bit more active, like King, Josh King looks like he's going to bag a few more as well. Um, so I think two good decisions, mate. Good minus four. Hopefully you've got no Spurs assets in there that you need to get rid of uh, after you've already taken the hit. So, yeah, all good, mate. Good luck. Yeah, absolutely. I think you, you hit the nail on the head there, Jack. I think you've said everything that I was thinking as well. I think, you know, if you were, you know, patient with Mbwemo, I think, you know, you've come to the end of your tether now, even if he did I th- manage I think to so, get an yeah. assist. 
yeah, he's 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 had he's had more than enough time to kind of do the business for FPL managers, and the hype was there, wasn't it? And you know, quite a lot of us fell for it. It was a bit of a differential, but came in and just didn't do the business. So I think he's had his time. So yeah, ship him. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Reedy, obviously the manager of the week, the highest points in the league this season, uh, sorry, this week in game week 15, definitely not this season with 64, but um, it doesn't matter. It was the highest this week. And as I, as I was saying before with the head to head, 64 points, if that's the highest in one week, then you've done a really good job. It was obviously 21 points above the average. So uh, take us through your team from game week 15, Reedy. Cheers, matey. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, nice little sixty-four there. Uh, smashed that average, which was which was nice after a couple of, well, I'd say a couple. You know, last three game weeks there was red arrows, um, like a thorn in the side. But um, Alexander Arnold, what can we say? Missed the consistent in terms of that. Those defenders at the moment, he's he's the only one of these uh, high-priced um, asset defenders who's still delivering. You know, got me the nine, nine points there. Um, I think he's is a clean sheet and assist. I think he might have got uh, three for that bonus, wasn't it? Three bonus, bonus as well. well. There we go. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So this guy is, yeah. You look at his run of form and all the rest of it, and his points he's getting. He's he's got to be in your side. So he delivered for me. Uh, unfortunately, the James move I did a couple of weeks ago. It's been absolutely rubbish because uh, Chelsea, as we know, got beat by West Ham three two. So no points for this guy. Uh, Cancelo as well. I don't even know if uh, yeah, James did play, I think, but Cancelo, City conceded um, to Watford fairly late on in the game. I was thought I was heading for a clean sheet on that one, wasn't to be. Mo Salah chipped in with a nice little assist to get us the uh, 1-0 win. Divock Origi, come on, my son. Um, Conor Gallagher, little two-pointer, nothing special. That man, I don't know if you guys have got him in your team. I think you have, Elliot, but Diego Jota, what are you doing? Open How goal. How not score? How's he not scored and put that in the net? Or at least got the assist for us, um, you know, squares it to Mane, nice little tap in. It just wasn't to be. So this guy gets us, you know, got me three points. Uh, and Buemo, <laughs> talk about him a lot. I think fancy managers uh, hate that guy now. I can't believe you've kept him after an yeah. hit you've taken this you know How is he still in your team? I put a tweet not long ago saying I think it's time to, you know, get him out. And it's like, you know, he's hit the post too many times and this, that, and the other. You know, he's not scoring. And I had to keep him because... Look at, that, look at that. Game week eight. That's when oh, I did my wild card. Game week seven, eight. And he did yeah. nothing. All hey, listen, though. Seven, listen, seven listen, weeks listen. in a row, he blanked. Seven he's still better he than... Uh, he's still got more points than Harry Kane. So let, let's be honest, boys. You know, <laughs> <laughs> But I kept him in. I had to because of the moves I wanted to make at the time or recently. They've took more priority. So I've had to keep him well in. And he, he got me an assist. Um, Son was the main sort of focus of this team. Put the captain's armband on him. Um, you know, got the assist, got the goal, and it was just made up that, that, that he got that. He also got two bonus points as well. Um, so, yeah, Vardy didn't do anything yet again. Him and the James transfers haven't paid off for me lately. Um, and then Brozier with the eight points for me. Uh, I think, was it 1-1 in the end? Southampton drew, I think, the nearly yeah, won it. Brighton stashed away, yeah, at the end. So, Brozier got the goal. Uh, I was happy with that. He got me, I think he got bonus points as well. Neil Mope snatched that extra bonus put him right at the end otherwise he would have got the nine uh, but yeah I, I can't complain too much um, you know apart from these the likes of James not scoring really and Vardy and uh, Jota it could have been a lot higher but I'm pleased with the 64 uh, there now 
Yeah, and as you said, it doesn't matter. You know, you managed to get manager of the week this week, 64 points and a really brilliant score all around, you know, points galore. And as we mentioned, the Son captaincy as well. It's uh, it's nice to see someone go something different other than Mohamed Salah. Like myself, I managed to get 59 points. Robert Sanchez managed to get three. Um, he hasn't really done anything. Livermento again and Alonso didn't manage to get clean sheets in either of their games because uh, of that late equaliser from Brighton and obviously West Ham scoring three. Um, Nuno Tavares was a, a disappointing one from me. What a stitch, it was the first, up. What a stitch. First, first game in seven. First game in seven that he's not started for Arsenal. And it was the game that I brought him in. Uh, Guru was telling me, and you know, everyone on Twitter was saying, get Davies. I was thinking, nah, Everton have been a little bit rubbish. Gonna go with an Arsenal asset this week because they're looking looking good. And it's the last time that I listen and buy into any Arsenal hype because they are rubbish. It doesn't matter how good form they're on, they will always be the same I, I old felt, Arsenal. I felt I felt for you big time, mate, with that one because he looked, we watched him in the watch along, and he looked all right. And we spoke about him on the podcast and that. And, you know, he looked pretty good. And I don't think it was a bad shout. You know, like I say, he's been starting every game. There was no reason to drop him in terms of coming up to that game. He, you know, he's been playing well. And then he gets dropped, and Tierney comes in as an absolute blinder as well. I know, and that's what because that's what everyone on Twitter was telling me is that it's going to be interesting when Tierney comes back. And I, yeah. I sort of said, Tierney's been back for like, he's been on the bench for four games in a row or yeah. whatever. Like, if he's not fit now, I think, he, yeah. yeah, he genuinely was just keeping him out the side, but yeah. he just managed to get dropped, did Tavares, which was a disappointing so one for me. Yeah. It was a weird one, but, you know, after because he didn't have a good game against Liverpool or anything like that. And I thought, you know, if, if Arteta's sticking with him through that, because he, he practically assisted Yotta for that goal, didn't he, Reedy, where Yotta sat down Ben White or whatever. I thought if, if Arteta's yeah. persisting with him there, he's pretty much undroppable. But um, unfortunately for me, he wasn't, and he did manage to get dropped this week. But um, I think it's going to be a fairly short-lived career in my FPL team for Tavares, because he might be on his way out this week with a little hit, uh, maybe being taken for the second week in a row, which brings a smile to Reedy's face. But we will touch on transfers later. Uh, Alexander-Arnold with the nine, Salah captaincy, managed to get at 12. Obviously, I wish I captained Son, but I'm boring. Stuck with a pack. Effective ownership. It was just too risky for me. Um, obviously, didn't captain Salah during that Man United game where he got the hat-trick and it bit me really, really hard. So, I'm a little bit little bit nervous and apprehensive to, to not captain Salah these days, but, you know, it, uh, he managed to outscore him this week. Rafinha managed to get another assist. Um, it's going to be difficult to, to sort of stick with him through those those tough fixtures which we mentioned earlier and then Yotta and Ronaldo obviously didn't do anything but Callum Wilson the main man goal three bonus points really deserved really delighted with that transfer that I made you know he blanked in that first game week that I had him but for Norwich and Burnley he's managed to get me 18 points from those two games which for the price that he sits at you know you definitely take it for a 7.5 million striker you can't complain with that and as I said it's probably going to be him out at some point soon but you know he can he can stay for now he's got Leicester on the weekend so he scored two against them last season away so if he can recreate anything of that sort I'll be absolutely delighted you be on the on the Wil- on the Wilson one before you click off mate just for try and catch it obviously they've got a good Newcastle got a decent January haven't they um good, January, good January. Got, yeah good January horrible horrible December <laughs> Do, do, do you think probably is it definitely worth the transfer then for yourself? Obviously, I know you, you just mentioned then. I think I think I want him back in for game week twenty one, but I think for someone at the minute like a Josh King or an Antonio that have got a lot of nice fixtures for December that I can sort because if I go with Antonio, I can always just make the transfer back to Wilson, and that's sort of what I'm leaning to at the minute. I think, but 
I don't want to double up on Bowen and Antonio, but it's going to be an interesting one. But I think it's going to be either King or Antonio for Wilson. And obviously, Ronaldo's got a lot of green fixtures as well, so he's definitely staying. But you know, just against those Man Cities and everything, I just don't really fancy Wilson too much. But um, you know, we'll have to see how that one goes. But obviously, he's going to be back in the team for January because I like having him in my team. He's like, yeah. he's like. The guru has Harry Kane. I have Callum Wilson in my team. So it's, yeah. uh, it's sort of one that I hold close to my heart. Not a decent man. I think he's going to be um, a good pick for January. I've definitely got my eyes eyes on him on the watch list um, you know, for that, that period. Because you feel like Eddie Howe, if he gets a bit of money to spend, give him a bit of a boost and a bit of support around Wilson. That could be a, a straightaway good impact, couldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So we'll just have to wait and see with that one. But, um, you know, you've got to live in the now and Newcastle's December fixtures don't, look too kind for them so we'll just have to see uh, how that one goes but he's definitely going to be staying for this week I'm not going to be taking him out this week so we'll just have to see how that one goes Jack you got 55 points this week though you're two points ahead of me in the league I'm slowly slowly creeping back up the league so uh, hopefully another good week for me and uh, maybe I'll, uh, I'll overtake you this week but you got 55 points as I mentioned 12 above the average and some really nice scores all round so just take us through your game week 15. Yeah, that's right, El. I mean, obviously, yeah, you've you've had a good couple of weeks, two green arrow weeks for you, I think it is. Um, so you've you've been well, and you obviously you hold what was it eight? You were mid eighties last week, weren't you? For last game week, yeah. So you've managed to gain a bit of ground on me, and obviously you've overtaken Reedy. Uh, so we're both looking down on him down there in the relegation zone with Statman. But we're, you know, I'm looking over my shoulder at you, mate. I see I see you coming, so I've just got to keep uh, keep these points coming, make some good decisions. Um, but going through my team, yeah. Listen, Ramsdale won. It, it, obviously, not not too good in there. We're obviously getting the defeat against Everton. I felt, you know, they were going to get a, maybe a clean sheet. Everton, they were they've been terrible, haven't they? Uh, but Rafa's managed to find find a way, and they got back in that second half. So yeah, no, not good form from uh, Arteta and the team. But uh, you know, Trent bringing in the nine points. Um, Cancelo again, he's he's not really doing the business. I'm actually thinking about if I can get rid of him potentially in a couple next couple of weeks, but. I know they've got a good fixture, big good fixture, but he seems to have just uh, slowed down slightly, hasn't he? But, you know, to get rid of him before the end of, uh, you know, December-wise, it's probably uh, terrible. And even after that as well, look at that Arsenal, Chelsea, yeah. after that, after that, you got Southampton, Brentford, Norwich, wow. Maybe not, maybe I won't sell him after all. Um, so maybe keep, keep him with him. He's just an expensive asset, isn't he? And if he's keeping quiet, where else do you go? But, yeah, you know, I, I'm not too sure there. Um, but you know, obviously Reglon uh, not doing the business, but at least my other Tottenham asset got the got the points similar to Reedy. Captain's armband on Son. I thought it was a, a perfect fixture for him there against Norwich. Um, and obviously I got a text off Reedy in the morning going, Son scored. Uh, happy days. So yeah, we knew we knew room for a big haul then. Happy days. Hendo got the three points. Um, now he's obviously my enabler in there. I got rid of um, who did I get rid of in there? Got rid of Embuemo downgraded him to Henderson, even though Embuemo got the assist. I think long-term Henderson's probably a better option and I can upgrade elsewhere and keep Hendo in because I think he'll keep returning some decent points for me without Liverpool coverage. Salah, six points, obviously contributed. And then Jesus, terrible kind of stuff with him. Obviously, um, he obviously came on as a sub. He was dropped. I thought he might start. Couldn't believe he didn't start. And then he got dropped and then came on the as a sub. And then he got injured before the end of the game. So, for me, Jesus, yeah, he's on the uh, he's on the way out in the ambulance. Ronaldo, two points. You know, United only getting the one 0 win there. United destroyed Crystal Palace in that first half. We were absolutely on it at the races. And about the 35th minute, we kind of dropped off the pace. But 
I'm excited to see where this goes with Ranić. Um, I've put Ronaldo in for the fixtures, new manager. We've got everything to play for. So I'm hoping for some good returns from him over these next coming next five, six weeks. Obviously, we've got Newcastle coming up again. I think it's out of some point, haven't we? <laughs> I, think that's, so, that's um, the, I think that's Boxing Day, I think. That might be the fixture. Uh, 28, sorry. Yeah, 28. So that's going to come Christmas. out pretty quick. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Eddie. <laughs> um, that's it. And so, um, yeah, Hwang, not doing much on there. Then my bench is horrendous still. I'm still trying to improve that. So, yeah, Foster, who's out, got White, and then I've got Longstaff and Alan. Alan Longstaff, as I call him, because I've got two dead, two pieces of dead wood in there uh, with them two players. So, respectable score. Quite happy with that. Um, keeps me steady. Another green arrow. So, all good. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we will move on to a, to, to a good discussion now because it's kind of a, a good segue because you do have two Spurs assets in your team, Jack, one of which is Regulon. I don't know if you saw his tweet. He was saying, keep me in your FPL teams. He's going to be back, which I thought was quite funny to see. So he's fairly confident he's going to be back from injury. But the worry is, is that Spurs' game this weekend is going to be called off due to COVID because they've got, I think it's 10 players out at the minute, including what's rumoured to be Son and Ben Davies, who, you know, was just finding a bit of form. Um, ben Davies and Son, both of them were, you know, starting to perform, which is a bit disappointing and sad for them. But, um, you know, if their game's called off, obviously they can't play. Regulon can't play. None of them can play. So, Jack, what do we do? Do we wait? Do we just transfer Son out now? You know, because it's going to be a while. You were saying before, it could be up to three games that we miss out. And to have that sitting on your bench, you know, waiting all that time, it's probably not going to be worth it, is it? Listen, I think... If you're premium asset and you're, you're a Son owner and you've got three games coming up that you potentially can get points elsewhere, I think you've got to get him out. Like for me, I'm definitely going to look to get Son out. I think if he's going to miss this Brighton game this weekend, Leicester as well, and then they're talking about Liverpool too. I'm um, yeah, I'm going to be surprised if uh, you don't take him out. It's going but, to be um, an interesting yeah. one. It's going to be interesting. Do you, want to read, do you want to read that out? <laughs> I do. Yeah, as, I love that. Go on. As Daniel's just said, just just here quickly, legends, it's really, is he taken a negative 24 this week? He probably is after his manager of the week. He probably thinks he's earned a massive, massive hit. But he says Spurs are unwell. Leicester might need a Lemsip, which uh, I don't know if they have them in England or, you know, and many other places in the world. But it's sort of just, you know, Comforts your throat, doesn't it? It's sort of like a, a lozenger or whatever you want to call it. So they'll, uh, they'll definitely be needing them with all the sickness that they've got at the minute. It's going to be interesting to see if their game against Napoli does end up going ahead. But, uh, you know, 2v2 foot raw this weekend in Marabin. Jack, it's going to be exciting, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, D10, will be making an appearance this weekend. There'll be um, a live stream going out. We might put it out on the FPL Addicts one just to share a bit of love. But we've got uh, Elliot, Elliot and Ollie on the commentary doing it on the live stream. And then D10's going to be playing. I'm doing a bit of organising and uh, I might fill in the game and, and put it through uh, D10's legs. <laughs> game of game and um, But yeah, foot raw street football. We've got a tournament. I've uh, got a tournament in my go in my daytime work um, this weekend. So excited to get all the FPL addicts teams together and helping collab on that. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Really, really looking forward to it. And Statman's there as well. Statman's back as well. Perfect. You know, Statman, the return yeah. of Statman. We'll have to uh, get it. him on the pod at some point soon so he can give us an update. Maybe we'll get him on a, a Champions League one because I think he's doing a little bit better uh, over in, in the UCL than that at the minute. But yeah, obviously, should be a good weekend and uh, should be a really good experience for everyone. So uh, watch out for that on all the uh, the social pages, Jack, correct? Yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. You can um, you'll find all the information at FootRaw, F-U-T-R-U-A, on, uh, on Facebook and Instagram. Um, there's a big community on there, street football from uh, obviously South America. 
striker and um, you know Portuguese Spanish one. Uh, Reedy, you're a bit of a, a 2v2 player, aren't you, mate? You, you never pass the ball to the rest of your team, so 2v2 sounds right up your street. <laughs> Listen, mate, I, I'm not even in the same league as uh, Dan Capolaro in terms no, of... No, one said that. Oh, hey. Don't compliment yourself too much. Hey. Come on, boys. Give me a set, hey, No, no. In all fairness, I, yeah, hog the ball. That's what basically you're saying. I never pass. <laughs> All right, all right, yeah. I, you know, no, it wasn't because you didn't want to pass. You couldn't pass. I, listen, I can pass, mate. Jesus <laughs> Christ, yeah. Hey, come on, you weren't playing with a blind guy, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, uh, yeah, I can pass, trust me. I mean, I can, also ta- I can also tackle, mate. So, next time you're back over the UK, if you want a 1v1, mate, let's, or 2v2, Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's see how them knees are coping these days. Come on. Oh, all right, mate. Don't you worry about that. But let's get back to Spurs business anyway. So going back to Spurs, listen, I'm, I'm a Son owner, right? So I'm going to be looking at, you know, moving Son, moving Son along. Um, I can't, I don't think I, I'm in a position where I'm still chasing, chasing everyone, obviously in the pack, right? Where I'm in the middle of it. I'm near the bottom of it. I need to get some points on the board. So if I don't take Son out and I keep hold of him and, and wait, it's not going to be good news for me. I'm going to miss out on a lot of points. He's such an expensive asset. I'm going to have to look elsewhere. And there's some good fixtures out there for other teams who can look at. So for me, yeah, I'm going to be, you know, looking elsewhere. I don't know if we're going to transfers just yet, but, you know, the regular one, I'll probably hold on to him because he's a bit cheaper and I could probably go without him, um, you know, for a couple of weeks, you know, depending on what happens. There's no guarantees on this either, is there? You know, we don't know officially what game's going to be um, called off, but, if it is looking like that and he does have COVID um, and the games are going to be postponed, then I mean, his son's going out for sure. You know, reg- if the games don't get postponed, regular and I'll hold on to either way anyway. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I sit the same boat as me, Jack, you know, sort of sitting midway points in all, most of the league. So, you know, you're chasing, um, you know, you're already fighting an uphill battle and you, you can't be taking any more passengers. Otherwise, you know, you're just going to keep slipping and slipping and slipping and you've got to get points now. And that's the reality of FPL in this, this Christmas period because the games just come thick and fast. So it's, it's a disappointing one because he's probably going to miss out on a couple of games. I think I, I asked the guru and surprisingly, he told me to hold on to him. And I think it's one of the first times where I've, I've just not been too sure with uh, some of the mm. guru's advice there. Cause I think, you know, maybe for someone like him, who's sitting fairly comfortable in the league, you know, he's fairly high up. He doesn't really have to chase as much. You know, you probably can afford to hold on to him and sort of, you know, let your bench cover take over for a couple of weeks and you don't have to do anything rash. But as you've said, Jack, you know, if you're chasing and that sort of stuff, you can't be having that amount of money just sitting on your bench, you know, waiting for him to come back. And when you're not even too sure, you know, what the whole situation is at the minute, because we haven't really had much clarity on it. All yeah, and, and this is it. You need the official stuff, right? We've been done by this. Uh, what was it? Game week five or six, was it? With where Son was supposed to have COVID at that point. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. And then there was nothing wrong with him to play, didn't he? So <laughs> we need this official stuff, even though there's a lot of stuff out there um, happening. Uh, with news articles, obviously there's a lot on Twitter, but there is actually an official, like kind of like new official news articles elsewhere saying it. Uh, nothing from Spurs camp as such as the, as far as I know, um, in terms of Son is out and the game is off and this is not happening sort of thing. So I'd be interested to just see what this official news is. Um, but if he's identified to have that case, he's, he's got to be, um, yeah, he's got to be gone. Yeah, I think uh, it's a case of waiting for the news conferences, boys. Yeah. But um, you know, it, it is looking likely that you know to be heading that way that the Spurs Brighton game is going to be called off, and even 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 if um, you know that is called off, uh, depending on what players you've got in your team, 
that have COVID, they're going to be missing a certain amount of games anyway. So you're going to be looking towards uh, shipping those guys out. And you know, I'd, uh, and uh, it's similar with the Lukaku injury thing. A lot of people held him and were waiting for him to come back and all the rest of it. I think it's uh, that was a bigger sacrifice because of his price tag that was a lot higher. I think they shouldn't have shouldn't have held on to him as long as they should. But I think the same with Regulon. I know he's lower. Uh, and no, we might be a good asset to keep hold of. But I just think, as you guys said, you need the points now. So I think if you can, without taking too much damage, too much of a hit, see if you can hold on to him a, a week or whatever, I'd, I'd then take him out and get him out there, um, you know, depending on the news, of course, and what happens. But it is looking likely. Yeah, we'll obviously wait right up until, you know, the, the press conferences and everything, seeing what Antonio Conte is going to say. Um, obviously, there's there's no Spurs game in the morning, I don't think. I think they're going to play Stad Ren or whatever in the, the conference league, but I think that's been called off now as well. So, we really can't get any clarity. I was sort of waiting for that to see if he was on the bench or if he was going to start or anything, because Spurs still need to win that game in order to qualify through um the conference league as well so they probably would have played him uh, in that big game but no one can really tell how it's going to go Ospike makes a really fair point is that he's going to drop as well in price probably if he misses out on a couple of games he reckons yeah. at least sell three. sell 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 so you don't want to lose that value on son who hasn't really risen too much this season anyway so he's sort of sitting on that base value and you're only going to lose value if you hold on to him um for too long and you know you've obviously got to wait for that to rebound as well so i think for me it's going to be a, a case of of letting him go you know he served me well for norwich but i'm going to be letting him go i think boys and i think that's probably the smart thing to do yeah fair enough i think um listen Chris Reed, you're in the UK. You should be giving us this kind of news here. Ospike's doing us well. He's down, he's down <laughs> south. Obviously, he's, he's, he's south of the border. You're north of the border, so I'll let you off slightly. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. He's giving us a bit of intel here, saying the Spurs training ground is now closed, all training at home. So yeah. they'll be all up, up on the zone. Now, I have, I have been looking. I actually watched Antonio, not to go on on, on this too, too much, because obviously we've got Leicester to talk about as well, which is another section, uh, you know, in terms of the COVID and the illnesses and will they play the Europa League game? tonight but yeah that is true us by saying that um Leicester uh, sorry Spurs training ground closed off because they don't feel like they've contained this and um, you know and it's it's spreading and a worry that it might may affect the players certainly uh, Antonio Conte is more concerned about his family and you know players family members and things like that so we, it, it, although we are back to this normality if you want to call it fixtures being played as the as they used to be fans etc etc um, we do still have to take this seriously in regards to, to the COVID and that there are certain parts of the world that there is a pandemic. And, you know, if this this sort of thing starts spreading again and all the rest of it, you know, soon enough we won't have football to talk about again. And uh, I certainly don't want that. But, you know, the well-being of players, the well-being of fans and fam friends, family, all that sort of stuff, that does take the forefront. Um, so, yeah, Leicester, what, have we got anything to say about that one, lads, uh, in regards to COVID or illness? I think someone really, published... Really good yeah. speech. Start running for prime minister, mate. At this point, you know, with all that's going on in England at the minute, I think oh, don't even talk about shout. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's not turn to politics. But you've got, you know, yeah. when you're on camera, Reedy, you've got to wear pants, mate. Yeah. <laughs> not if you're standing behind a, 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 a whatever you call it. A, Come on, then. It's a family show, this Jack. Come on, don't be that. What is it? No. So, if you go to Leicester, um, the reports are seven kind of staff members. I think it's four players. I think the biggest kind of player out there is Luckman, um, just to be aware of. The rest are like three staff members. But the thing is, when seven players have got it, you know, contact wise, primary contact with the others, 
I'm sure everyone's getting scrambled to get testing, get those results back as well. So I'm not too sure if it majorly affects Leicester just at the moment. Um, well, if you look at the, just just to sort of give you an update yeah. on that, Jack, in regards yeah, nice to go for it, mate. The players that have been affected, um, as far as I'm aware, uh, you know, in that it Killy, um, Kilechi and uh, in the actual, oh, okay, yeah, nice uh, work. I'm not sure why I'm saying the first full names here, guys. You know, he's on Sky Sports, that. that's why. Is, is that because exactly uh, you couldn't say his second one? Yeah, Luckman, uh, Adamola Luckman, uh, Daniel Amarty. Uh, Yannick Vestergaard, there you go, got that one. Well, Vestergaard's um, got it as well. Wow. Yeah, so there's there's a few players that weren't on the plane, basically, to Naples. Right. Um, they are confident Leicester Park with this game going ahead um, against Napoli, but... Maybe because it's not enough members of the, the team who've been affected. Yeah, and, and that, it comes down to that in regards to Spurs game uh, being called off against Rennes that... You know, Spurs players have got a lot more, uh, a lot more players affected and staff affected and things like that. So it just depends whether Leicester have contained it enough, and we'll hear more about it later on today. That Leicester game might end up getting called off. We don't know, um, but yeah, it's this, uh, is what, this is what we expected, really. These this update, this is invested, isn't it? All right, okay, I love that. Okay. well done, mate. I love that. <laughs> you can be the uh, the medical analysis uh, on the podcast now as, as well as the UK correspondent you know we were expecting you go around swabbing all the players injury at the training clinic. grounds that's what it is yeah. oh, right. okay. Reedy, yeah, Reedy's yeah, yeah. injury yeah. clinic now that's what you are as well you've got to you know, <laughs> there's a guy on Twitter I think his name's Ben Dinnery he does all the you know making sure that players are okay that can be you now Reedy that's your job uh, on the Cheers, podcast mate. as if as I haven't got enough to do you know it's alright I'll do that as well he can do no, it, no, all. When, he can do no, it when, all. You, when you're throwing around your Captain America shield mate it's like you've got plenty of time on your hands <laughs> fights Whoa. crime by day FPL in Injury analysis by night. Chris Reed <laughs> couldn't write it. Anyway, we will move on from all the COVID stuff, and we'll uh, we'll talk a bit more about injuries. And you know, they are the topic at the minute. We will touch on our transfers just afterwards. But Foden's got a problem with his ankle. Smith Rowe not yet recovered. Didn't make the squad for Everton, and Jesus is injured. You know, all these sorts of players. I think it's so important, as we've said with Son and all this COVID stuff. If they are injured at this point, it's looking like they're going to miss maybe two or three games. So I think it is worth just getting rid of them, getting a player in that you know that. Once they are back, you can transfer them back into your side and, you know, getting a player in for the next two or three weeks just so you can have them um, just getting points because, you know, you can't afford to have passengers in your team during the Christmas period. There's too many games. You're going to miss out on too many points. So I don't know if you agree with me there, Jack, but, you know, for someone like Jesus that's in your team, if he's going to be injured and, you know, you get the news that he's going to be out for a week or two, he's going to be missing a fair few games, isn't he? So it's going to it's going to injure you. Right, well, here's the news on this, mate. So Jesus has actually gone from my team. So I've made made a transfer, made a move already. I've actually made two. I had my two free transfers. I've done them. Um, Jesus has gone. So I've not, when I saw him come off, I made my transfers literally straight after the game. Um, so he, he's he's left my team. Uh, and I, um, who else was the other one? Dennis was the other one who came in as well. So yeah, Jesus out. Um, Dennis has come in from Watford, so I've not I've not waited around. And then my next transfer was uh, what, have I, what have I gone? I've gone Bernardo. So Bernardo's come in for me, Bernardo Silva. Don't know if I've missed the uh, the hype um, or not, but literally straight after that City game, Bernardo came in, Jesus went out, Dennis came in, and uh, he went out for me. Uh, Jesus, oh um, Longstaff, your favourite Elliot. Longstaff is gone. <laughs> And he's out of upgrading him to Bernardo. So, yeah, two transfers in for me. Uh, I've not waited around uh, after hearing it, seeing that knock. Um, yeah, I'm pretty, I was pretty confident that, yeah, I just get the best out of Bernardo in these uh, next five games. And they've also got Newcastle as well. You're in for a torrid time. <laughs> 
absolutely that's the uh, the annual five nil thrashing or whatever so uh yeah. he's definitely gonna you're gonna want to have him in your team for that one for sure yeah so what do you reckon them two transfers then i think they're really good transfers i think i'm sort of sitting similar i think i might maybe even have to take a minus eight this week, Reedy, um, just to sort of sort my team out because I've got Brandon Williams, who's not going to be playing and, you know, Norwich clean sheets. They aren't doing the best at the minute. And I want Kufal in, but I've got to get Son out and I've got to get Rafinha out as well because of their fixtures and obviously COVID. So I think what I'm going to have to do is go from Brandon Williams to Kufal, Rafinha to Jared Bowen, and Son to someone like Bernardo Silva or someone on a bit more expensive that I haven't really decided on yet. But yeah, I think nice. they're going to be three transfers for me and it is going to be a negative eight, which pains me to say. But I think long term, it's probably going to benefit me a bit more. Reedy, you, I want to get your thoughts right because you're the hit, man. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Um, yeah, boys, it's nice uh, that you're um, thinking of me there, you know. Uh, so... Are we, are we? Is that your transfers covered, boys, in regards to injuries and uh, and your transfers? Uh, after apart, that, apart, from, uh, apart from the Son one, mate, which probably have to be t- I'll be taking a minus four for. Uh, yeah, so, I think I'm thinking Rashford for that one, by the way, for me. So uh, that's why I'm on top. Oh, cool. Yeah, Listen, yeah not a bad shot, that's mate, right. not You bad. crack on though. You crack on though, mate. Go on. I've made my transfers, boys. And uh, Elliot, listen, mate, are we uh, are we swapping here or what? Because you're turning into the hitman, and I'm basically didn't take any hits last week. I'm not taking any hits this week either. My two transfers got made. Uh, and I'll, t- I'll tell you what, it's funny with all this COVID business, actually. Not the actual COVID, but how my transfers went now. Uh, I took out Son and I took out, uh, who's the striker? Huang. I brought in Bernardo Silva for Son. Huang. Huang. <laughs> Huang. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I took out, uh, took out him for Dennis. But Bernardo Silva and Dennis have come in for me. I did regret that decision, actually, because uh, after I'd done it, this is before all the COVID uh, business with Spurs, I did think I should have took Diego Jota out um, instead for Bernardo, just because I thought uh, Liverpool might have a bit more of a difficult fixture um, against Villa and Jota with his chance missed at Wolves. He has so many chances, but and he could get so many goals, but he just he just doesn't, he doesn't quite get there. So I made that uh, early on. And uh, then, yeah, then we had the Spurs uh, COVID news, and I was like, "Wow, I've really got away with one here. I've, I've, you know, I've got a bit of luck on my side." So, um, that's me. That's all I need to make basically for this week. Those two transfers, no hits, all set, boys. So, so just copying my transfers, then, Reedy. Yeah? Whoa, whoa, no, you've got Sonny, mate. You've got Sonny still. No, but I'm saying uh, you're bringing uh, it. You're bringing in Bernardo <laughs> and Dennis. Uh, yeah, but you've still got Son there, so it's not the same. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they, they plus, are the... plus, are you taking a hit afterwards? Oh, no, I will, I will do. Yeah, I will be. I'll, I'll be taking Son out. Depending on what this news says, I'm going to wait yeah. for that news. I'm not getting stung like that again yeah. after what yeah. happened in game week six or seven, whatever it was. Smart thing to do. I think that's the, the really smart thing to do. Wait for the official news and then sort of act on it. But um, in terms of captains... The three of us, I know it's going to be Mohamed Salah for me. It's boring again. Aston Villa at home. It's Stevie G's return. I do fancy maybe a little bit of an upset on the cards. Um, you know, maybe he'll sub himself on in the uh, the 90th minute and you know someone will cushion a header down and he'll just volley one from outside the box, get Villa a, a late equaliser or something. But um, that's going to be my captain for the week. Reedy, what about you? For me, captain will have to be... Where's he gone? Where's he gone? Mo Salah. <laughs> it is, it is. Um, 
it's a difficult one to pick in terms of fixtures. I've got a lot of home fixtures in my team, but I just feel like Mo Salah's the best option, personally. I mean, the other one for me, if I was going to go away from Salah, it would possibly maybe Vardy against Newcastle. Uh, sorry about that one, Al. But I just think lately, with Vardy being dropped, I think, in the last game, I don't know if it's that if that one's a... You know, uh, a sort of risk, if you like, where a Salah, you know, he's going to start at home, you know, he's going to get the minutes. And I just fancy him to to grab a goal or two against the Villa this weekend. Yeah. So playing it safe, mate, playing it safe. It's a good shout. I think it's the the shout for this week. Just before we ask you for your captain, Jack, happy birthday to you, Oz Spike. He says it's his 60th birthday today. You don't look 60, mate. So that's a a big compliment to you. Um, And you say you've got a root canal book for two hours. (laughs) Oh, God. I've actually, I've actually, I've actually had a root canal before, boys. I've had one on oh, my, wow. uh, my my bottom left front tooth. I don't know which one you call that, but it's not too bad, old Spike. I'm sure you'll be fine, and uh, best wishes with that. And hope not, you can enjoy yeah. enjoy your birthday, despite yeah, not, the, not the best well, ways well, to yeah. Yeah. All the best. All the best. He's spending his sixtieth in in a bit of pain there, but um, I'm sure he'll make up for it there come this weekend. Is, it, is your it, appointment 2.30, can I ask? Is it 2.30? Because that, that would be quite funny. I think that's always the, the classic, isn't it? Because it says two hours, so that, that would, that, it would be cutting it fairly close, I think, with the, uh, the time change here. But yeah, best of luck with that. And I uh, hope that goes well. And obviously, happy 60th birthday as well to you. Happy and uh, thank you for everything you've done for the, the community. And have a wonderful day. But um, Jack, your captain for this week, who is it going to be? Oh, captains, listen, um... Obviously, Salah's the big one, right? Salah's the, Salah's the big one. But I'm also thinking Cristiano. I think Cristiano's, he's got, we've got Norwich. We're away from home, which isn't ideal, but it's Norwich, right? If Tottenham can win at Norwich, you know, well, yeah, they can win Norwich. So, you, you was a bit I, of hesitation I, there. If Tottenham can win, <laughs> win, you mean, oh, Tottenham, I was thinking, that's why I hesitate because I was like, oh, I think I've just said it. <laughs> because they played Norwich, but because they played Norwich, they beat Norwich 3 0. Ronaldo, yeah. United. You know, are you not think are you not thinking that uh, it maybe should have been Fred for Henderson in your move last week? And then, uh, you oh, know, Fred's yeah. doing big Poss- things. You could have brought him in. And- I just, do you know something, though? I didn't know what Fred was going to do. I, I have no idea yeah, what Fred was going to look like and what he was going to do. So I know Henderson's more of a, probably more of a Guaranteed eight, I guess, versus yeah. what Fred is. You know, I still think it's pretty confusing what United are doing. You know, a four triple two, but Fred still bombs on. Is that how it's going to be? Is he going to still press? I, I don't know. Did you say um, bombs on or blunders on there? I, I can't remember which one it was. Yeah, yeah, he does both in a game, doesn't he? <laughs> it does, it's actually. Just, just whether it's 80, 20, or 10, 90, whatever he does, which way. But I think, you know, Henderson, I'm all right with that Fred one. I did consider that really. It did obviously cross my mind, but I did back Liverpool in that respect. But going into captain Ronaldo potentially is uh, that one. But I think even also Bernardo with Wolves. But do you know what will happen this week? Bernardo is going to get dropped, isn't he? That's what's going to happen. We brought him in. If all three of us bring him in, he's 100% getting dropped. No, Rotate no chance, guys. No, no chance, Jack. Foden's played every injured. game. Yeah, but this is what happens. This yeah. is what Foden's happens. Foden's injured. Jesus is injured. They're the two forwards. Yeah, but he'll drop him for like, come back Palmer. into a bit of form. Yeah. Palmer played or something like that, or God knows. It's Bernardo is, is, is literally... Is he nailed? Palmer. You said he's nailed. He's There's the no such thing as a nailed player and a pet. Go on, say it, Say, say, nail Bernardo Silva is nailed and guaranteed to play. With Bernardo <laughs> Silva is nailed. I'll tell you, oh, boy. he's nailed. <laughs> well, we're gonna need a clip Get of that, I think. Yeah. Right, we'll, we'll see what happens. With all Unless Jack's just seen something in the corner of his eye, Bernardo Silva to miss out, and I'm like, 
none the wiser, you know. Um, I'd, be, I'd be crying my eyes out, mate, because I'd have to take a minus eight then. <laughs> Get back <laughs> out. Yeah. But yeah, right. Yeah. Well, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Ronaldo potentially. Salah was no nice at the minute, so... Yeah, well, you know, the guru has, you know, in his absence, managed to pick his uh, his captains for us. He's gone with Mohamed Salah, Trent Alexander-Arnold, which I'm a massive, massive fan of, and Bernardo Silva himself as his normal captains. And then for his curveball, he's gone with your boy, Marcus Rashford, Jack. So you've got to be happy with, you know, the pick there. You know, you've spoken about getting Rashford in as well. So it's going to be, you know, maybe maybe if you get him in, you've got to stick the armband on him this week, you know, put a bit of faith in him, go with something a little bit different. It'll be ballsy, but if it pays off, yeah, that's it. Oh, I mean, I think I was mentioning the podcast before last when we were all all on together talking about United assets, talking about the fixture run. Um, Rashford's obviously top of my list. I brought Ronaldo in now. Uh, Rashford is my next one, and obviously now Son potentially being out with COVID has presented this opportunity with Rashford. And seeing the guru mention that as well and backing a curveball on him, you know, maybe let's just see what happens with this news with um, the COVID for Spurs and Rashford could be the one. Would I, you know, am I going to go to his captain? It's a, it's a big one, it's a big risk. No, it's that's, what the cur- that's what the curveball's there for, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, listen, I fully expect, uh, fully expect when's the when's the United Norwich game? It's 5 30 kickoff here, um, Saturday. Yeah, of course, I was looking at the Friday fixture, so don't forget about that, boys. That the deadline this week is actually uh, Friday, you've got Brentford Watford, um, but yeah, that I fully expect to see. Or hear something to do with Viva Ronaldo this weekend, which I'm not looking forward to, but you know, it's probably inevitable, let's be honest. Yeah, let's have it. I can't wait to do that. I'll bring up that video and play it over and <laughs> over again say, for everybody. Just, oh. look, just look for it. That is just on that note, Ronaldo. Note that if the Leicester game doesn't go ahead, boys, I know I said I wasn't taking a hit. If the Leicester game <laughs> Here we go. if the Leicester game doesn't <laughs> go ahead it. for whatever reason, right? I have got uh, three million in the bank, right? So if that game doesn't go ahead, um, then Ronaldo is coming in because I know you boys have got him. So my hand would be forced in that scenario. But if not, I'm happy to stick with Vardy then because I think it's it's a good fixture. But that is something that... That's a great fixture for Vardy, though, isn't it? That's a great fixture. He likes to score against us. It is. Everyone loves to score against you, Elliot. Come on. (laughs) So I think Vardy's a great... Well, like, I didn't know. Was he dropped then in the last game? Or was he rested or what? He was. He was on the bench and he came oh, on against he? Uh, oh, wow. Southampton. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So I mean, that presents an even bigger kind of opportunity than for Vardy. Full get if it, if the game goes ahead and he's fit, of course. But you know, ninety minutes, full ninety expected against Newcastle, surely. If yeah, he plays but, 90 against Napoli, though, is he going to be able to play yeah, 90 against Oh, Newcastle? yeah, to be fair, that's probably why he's rotated out for this Napoli game. True, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah boys. So, listen, I know it's, I know, I know we're saying I'm not taking a hit, but if the COVID affects things and Vardy... You're definitely taking a hit. Come on, stop lying to yourself. Ronaldo could be coming in, but we'll see. We will see. As Daniel said, we'll probably wake up, you know, next week. We'll do the, the podcast redo and go, you know, had to play a negative 24, you know, hand was forced and everything. <laughs> COVID happened. So we'll just have to see uh, how that well, one pans up. All. Yeah, 2v2 came into effect and it, yeah, it took the hits. <laughs> uh, absolutely before we do wrap up for the, the show today the cup is back the FPL cup so if you've managed to finish I think it was you know top 8 million of last game week you will be drawn uh, a random opponent out of you know all the FPL players that managed to finish within that bracket for this week so Jack it's the, the start of something new this week for the FPL cup I think I went out in the second round last year am I right in saying you actually had a, a fair decent run last year with the, the cup didn't you 
Yeah, I kind of went um, quite a few rounds in. Well, not many. I think you know a respectable one's probably three or four rounds, right? Game weeks, maybe. That's quite yeah. good. I think I think I went maybe six or seven. Um, I'm not too sure if you can find can you find that out on game week history, possibly. I'm not, not too sure. Yeah, we'll have to check that. But listen, nothing to uh, boast about because it wasn't. Obviously, I didn't win it, so <laughs> there's nothing too good. But it's exciting. It offers something a little bit different. Um, you know, it keeps it. You know, gets you a bit more into it and find out. You know, what the history of the other oppositions are. I've got a guy called Jordy Fletch. Um, he's he's gone all right in the last couple of weeks. He's got a, a sixty uh, last week, so five more than me. And he got a seventy-eight the week previous, so he's all right. He's he's got five green arrows in his last six. So wow. he could be a, quite a tough game for me. This one, this is maybe a bit more like you know bottom of the league versus top of the league at this point. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. Yeah, absolutely. Chelsea, Chelsea I've, uh, fan as well. I've got a, I've got a set and forget team me, and he, he stuck the armband on Lukaku, and he's had it on him for the whole of the FPL season since Lukaku was added into the game. I think he's got Bruno Fernandez, all those sorts of players. He hasn't made any transfers all season, so it's going to be typical that Lukaku's going to come out this week and he's going to get twenty points. He's going to have him as his captain. Mohamed Salah will somehow blank, but um, no, I, I think. Fingers crossed against it's it's not a brilliant team as well for a set and forget team. So I think I probably should have enough to get me over the line in the the first fixture for me. Reedy, do you know anything about your opponent? I don't know too much. I did I did have a quick uh, little glance uh, yesterday or the day before. Um, I think I was looking at his uh, from his um, you know previous scores throughout the weeks and things like that. And uh, it looks like a fairly straightforward oppo- opponent to play against. Uh, so we'll. No, we'll see what I mean. does that mean? Well, what do you mean? What does that? <laughs> he lo- he looks straightforward like... opponent. What does that mean? Someone, someone who's not too difficult, like in terms of ranks wise and things like that. He's. I don't think his scores have been great, so that's what I took right. from it. Kind of that. I think I'd pro- I'm probably going to win the fixture, but you just never know with all this COVID yeah, business and everything else. As well. to a fair <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words. Brilliant. I'll tell you what, this is a bit easier. I've just realised, like, so my guy is 4.8 million in the world. So, really, the odds are against me. Right? <laughs> they're, they're against him, right? However, the bookies would back you. The bookies would back me. However, he's in good form. So, that's what I got out of mind. So, yeah. Reedy, what does yours look like? Bloody hell, mate. You've done your full research and everything there, haven't you? It's, on, a, it's on the screen in the top right. Come on. Screen on the top right, right? Where are we? Just on their team. Come on. To be fair, though, Jack, just while Reedy's bringing it up, a, a green arrow when you're 4.8 million in the world doesn't oh, really yeah. take too much as well. So he's is is form, though, isn't he? That means yeah. he's starting to step up. There you go, boys. There you go. I've, I've, I've got he's, him. He's him. God. His name is Rafinian Rhapsody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never so, heard that one before. Yes, more creative so. than my Jordy Fletch. Yeah, oh, boys. <laughs> I actually take back what I've just been saying there. Is he three in the world? He's 260k in the world. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's, um, he's 941 points overall. Uh, he got 40 in the last game week. I think that's why I was thinking, oh, he's not done great, but he got that's a lot of points. Straightforward. Yeah, last three game weeks, he's uh, he's got higher than me. and. Yet anyway, so yeah. I tell you what, boys. If if I don't meet this guy, I've just brought up my my details for him. His name's Egg Fried Royce, <laughs> the most the most bland name that you can ever get. But he's sitting bland dish as well. 
yeah, he's sitting rank eight million and seventy seven thousand. So it's about as set oh, and wow. forget as you can get. So if I yeah. don't beat this guy this week, that is the, the worst performance of all time for me because eight million is yeah, yeah, that's all that that's all I will I will say on that. That's my piece on that. If I don't beat him, I might have to quit well, FPL in yeah. in general. Well, this, Man, this guy Man City versus Ribble, Ribble Valley or something, yeah. isn't it? In the UK. Yeah. It's, uh... Well this guy I'm playing, he's actually got Regulon, Kane, and Tony. So um, you know, we'll and he used two transfers last week. So he's got a few fires to uh, to put out there, which is uh, which bodes well for me, and that's quite good. He's also got Rafinha, so uh, bring it on, bring it to um, my guy's got Divock Origi. If he puts me out the cup, I'll cry. <laughs> Saturday night, be oh, brilliant. Can't, can't Origi doing that against me. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Anyway, they are our cup opponents, and obviously we will update you how that goes uh, on the podcast next week. But um, before we do wrap up, a big thanks to our sponsor, Bonus Bank, for supporting us and our community this season. Make sure you check out the details in the caption below on how to take advantage of the bookie promotions. It's free to set up, but you can also receive 25% off your first premium month with our discount code as well. And that discount code, I believe, is FPL Addicts. Jack, would I be right in saying? It's FPL Addicts. It's in the caption below. Um, yeah. So you can find it on there on all our socials and on YouTube. And yeah, just a big thanks to uh, Bonus Bank. And yeah, looking forward to yeah, who's going to get manager of the month this month. Could be you, Reedy, at this rate. Hey. What can I say, boys? What can I say? Could it be $200 to add to that $20? Add it on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it Send that to my account as well. This isn't late <laughs> payments. We don't accept that around here. You know what I'm saying? Send the boys around. Send the boys over, I should say, on the flight. Um, yeah, but um, you never know. This this game you never throws know. up many, It could be you. Yeah, it could be you. This game throws up too many curveballs and all the rest of it. As long as I jump back above you two, which I think I will. Uh, yeah, you know, there's only one place you're going, mate. Oh, there's all... Yeah. We'll Stop my Dave's that. coming for you. That <laughs> one, <laughs> We'll leave it there. We'll have to get Statman Dave back on at some point so he can update us with uh, how his FPO journey has gone so far as Reedy puts up the uh, the on-air side. We're about to be off-air because, as I said, that does bring us to the end of today's Game Week 16 preview show. Keep an eye out on the YouTube channel for all the content that's going to be coming out in the following weeks and all the playlists and everything. But if you did like today's podcast and you are listening along on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and like down below and turn the notification bell on as well whilst you're there because you might as well because we're going to be bringing out a lot of content and you don't want to miss any of it with the fixtures coming thick and fast but until then may all your fpl dreams come true in game week 16 wishing you all the best as we enter the crazy crazy festive period sort all the covid stuff out and best of luck for this week take care stay safe bye for now 